to Colin Bradley Artcast with Colin Bradley and Stephen Bradley. Hello and welcome to Colin Bradley Artcast. I'm Stephen Bradley. And I'm Colin Bradley. Hi, Dad. Hello, Steve. You've had a busy what a week. week. What a lovely week you've had. Uh, I have. It's been really lovely. It's been really lovely. I've been working still, but I've also been away uh, in Cornwall, uh, yeah. having a little bit of little bit of downtime. A little bit of downtime. It's been really. I nice. was very envious. I tell you, very envious. I love Cornwall <laughs> and I love Devon, but so uh, I was very envious of you. But good for you. Yeah. Yeah, it was really nice. Uh, I've I've been to Devon before, but I've never been to Cornwall, so it was really mm. nice to go to the coast um, and places like Duckpool and Clovelly and all of these lovely places. It was just it's really nice seeing the southwest coast because we mm. grew up on the southeast coast. It's nice to see right. the the different cliffs and the different um, way the land. It is on that side of it. It's different, you know. It's sort of. It was really funny because it was familiar to me, being by the coast, mm. but it was different mm. at the same time. Good. That's good. Nice break. Yeah. Yeah. What we need these days. Hmm. Absolutely. What about you? You've been busy this week. I, I've been very busy this week. Yes. Yes. I've um, produced two pictures this week, which are. Uh, well, I think they're both very good, and we're going to be talking about them both uh, on this podcast. Very different, very different. The mediums are different, and um, the approach is different, but people will love them, I'm sure. Mm. So you've done another shadow picture in Pastel Pencils. Mm. And what was that like going back to Pastel Pencils after working with Colour Pencils? Well, no, no, no problem at all. It, it just... I've done so much now. It, it was like when I switched from the pastel pencil to watercolour and then back again. It, it, it's, um, it's ingrained now. And um, that shadow picture was a really, really interesting one. And when I saw the original, I thought, gosh, I'd love to do that. And then I questioned it, can I do it? And even if I can do it, can I ask my students to do it? Anyway, I went ahead with it, and I was delighted with it. It was really, really different, and I'm looking for more of that kind of thing as well. Did you put a coloured picture into black and white and do it, or did you no. ha- have a black and white picture originally? It was a black and white picture, yeah. yeah. So, um, so that helps, but, I mean, as I've done it before, I've changed colour to black and white. But uh, I didn't have to with this one. I did make a few changes. It's not exactly the same as the original. But um, whoever took that original photograph had done a marvellous job of, uh, of contrast and uh, content and composition. Everything in it, as I say, I left some bits out of it. What I was – are we talking about this? We want to talk about it? Yeah, yeah, talk about it while you're at it, yeah. Well, one of the things that I was a bit apprehensive about – which I haven't done in shadow pictures before, was the trees. Now, tree. it was, in fact, a snow scene. Well, there was snow around. It wasn't deep snow, but there was snow around. And I didn't want to do that. So I changed it from a snow-oriented scene to a kind of a winter scene. But what happened was the trees 
uh, were against the sky particularly and they were didn't have any foliage on them they wouldn't do in the uh, in the winter and i was a bit apprehensive about that but they actually came out so well i was really pleased and very stark picture really and uh, I, I loved i loved the subject anyway i love trains you know me and trains and but i thought it, it would be nice to do another train picture having done one in full landscape i thought this would be nice and um, i love the smoke particularly mm. that was so interesting to do and i've got to say quite easy much easier than you think and i think people will see that why is, uh, when why they was, see me actually do it why was it easier do you think this time well we know that um we were using the dark paper anyway and uh, some of the areas particularly on the banks I use the colour of the paper. Now, I haven't done that before. I've always covered it up. But I use the colour of the paper simply because it worked. And, and people will see that once they see the, the video. They'll see how you just put a little bit of, um, um, of the light grey on and suddenly you have a, a contrast immediately. Mm. So that, that was interesting. But other areas, no, I, I, I would have I covered it up. With, uh, with one of the four, only the four colours. Mm. Do you think going from all of the coloured pencil work to the pastel pencils, do you think you've translated anything over to it? Um, think any, anything's... No, I don't think that way round, no. If you said the other way round, I would say yes, but not, not this way, no, I don't think so. Because it's a different approach you, you, ha you make with the coloured pencil is precision, um, the only, I suppose, relevant detail would be a sharp pencil, which I did need or would have needed for the um, detail on the train and on the um, foliage particularly, you know, the trees. Mm. So I did use sharp pencils. That's the only similarity, I wouldn't think. Otherwise, you, no, I don't think you can. I don't think you can put the two together. On the train specifically, there's a lot of, like, um small highlights really subtle Ooh. light and darks um, right. how did you manage to get it so stark specifically on the front of the train where it's so so dark and then you just got Ooh. that white highlight um mm. did you have to put that in and then go over it again to try and bring it out yes that's right that's what you do you, you've got with some and some really you put it on to start with and then you cover it all up but be, as, having covered it up, you can still see traces of it. So you either leave it as it is, or you can embellish it. Just put a little bit more on mm. the, the grey, because once you've got the, the uh, two colours, the two two nine dark sepia and the black on top of the very dark grey, you can imagine you're going very dense. Mm. Then you can put light on very subtle touches of light into it. Yes, you can. But it, it, again, it's a really good. Um, it's a good exercise. I mean, people are now very. We've seen several now of the shadow pictures being done. Now they've all been released, and now people are finding them. Well, they're obviously finding them very enjoyable to do, and uh, I, I'm amazed at the quality of the mm. picture. Mm. And I'm sure other people would be too mm. um, who see them. 
And all of these are teaching people a lot about contrast, light and dark, <laughs> subtlety of shading, because especially this one, this seems to be a bit of a masterclass in, uh, in light and dark because mm. there's so many subtleties and such a broad spectrum that you're getting with just four pencils mm. um, that when people go to coloured pictures again, they must have a, a greater understanding of how to get that subtlety. Mm. That was my original intention when I first started doing them, that people would see, because we, we had a lot of, and we still do have quite a lot of, uh, of our members not being able to quite fully understand the contrast and the um, importance of it. And because we we very often mention that in uh, feedbacks. So uh, it was it's good to be able to do that because, as you said, once you come back to your normal work, you're You've got that ingrained in you. You think, well, I must, I must put that dark against that light, and I must, uh, and uh, otherwise it, it doesn't show up, and uh, you don't get that three dimensional look. Because mm. mm. we've already we've always said that people that come from graphite to pastel pencil have an advantage mm. because they've un, they've they've worked with just that one sort of tone, and they've had to well the one color, and they've had to. Mm find different tones and contrast within that so you're kind That's of right. doing that uh, teaching people that those same principles through mm. a limited range of pencils that's right yes that's exactly right and i i think um i think it's a better way it's a more enjoyable way than graphite i don't want to upset all the graphite artists and pencil artists but um i think it's a more enjoyable because you're getting more uh, you're getting more of an impact. As long as you, you know, follow the rules, use the dark paper. Don't think it would work on a light paper at all. I can't, I can't, I've not tried it and won't try it because I can't see it working. And there's not much point in wasting time uh, doing something that I don't think is going to work out anyway. It's got to be the dark paper. So in the advent of the um, dark grey pastel paper, and those pencil tones, that's what's made it. That's what's given us the, um, the impact. If you change anything of that, it's not going to work quite the same way. Mm. Mm. Well, that picture that we're talking about, if you're listening to the podcast, you'll be able to see that on, the, on our blog. Um, so you can, can have a look at it and sort of get a sneak preview before it's uploaded. Uh, it'll be a few weeks, a good few weeks, before we can get that one up on there. Uh, besides I haven't even seen you to get the card dad so it's not even <laughs> so I've not even got the footage yet but we no. thought we'd talk about it as it's uh, hot off the press let's move on to your next picture you've done now I think we were talking last week about doing some pictures in a limited range of coloured pencils to get people going that's um, right so we've got a 12 set of Caran d'Ache luminance mm. coloured pencils for you and you've done a f your first picture with those pencils and I it blew me away that this could be done with just 12 pencils. Yes. It is unbelievable. Well, that's right. Well, you remember, um, I think we talked about watercolour before. You, you, you have a limited range of watercolour simply because you can mix the colours together on the palette and you can get a, oh, a whole range of colours with just really a limited uh, number. Well, it's similar, but not quite the same, with the uh, coloured pencils. 
Because what you can do there, as long as you're working the way I am with the solvent, you're, you're being able to put colors into a particular um, section of the picture or the um, subject and then use the solvent. And the solvent, as long as you don't over-solvent it, I don't think there's such a word as solvent it, but anyway, as long as you don't overdo it, uh, then you get that subtle change and blend like you do if you did it on a palette. Mm. So you're getting that kind of very, very similar idea, which means you can find colors. For instance, I, you know, I, I use a lot of gray in pastel pencil work and in the color pencil work, people will see eventually when they see them. I use a lot of grays. I didn't have a gray. So what do you do if you haven't got a gray? Well, what you do is you put the white on and you put a little bit of black on and maybe a little bit of green or whatever tone you want, very subtle. And then you put the um, white back over the top and then blend it. And what you get is gray. And you can get various tones of gray. Yeah. Do you then let it dry and then apply your next color on top? Uh, well, you do. Yes, you do. What you, uh, the procedure, I'm, I've found new techniques, though, in this picture that I, I didn't think I would be able to do, but I can now do. Uh, and I can talk about those, if you like. First of all, I used to put the color on dry to start with. with it. If it was a sky, for instance, you'd have white on there, then you'd have the, the blue uh, in the, or the grays. In this case, it's got to be blue because we didn't have gray. And then you emulsify them, and then you put those colors back in again. Well, that's fine. But I did find, as I was working through the picture, that I could play with it a little bit. I could put the raw color on, which is important anyway, and then I could add colors to that to uh, create the kind of tonal value that I wanted. Then I could use a solvent on it, and then I, while the solvent is actually still wet you can then put color into it you've got to be very careful there um because you you will basically destroy what you've just done but if you're clever and uh and do it at the right time which is what i was doing as i was working through this you can actually manipulate the color and i haven't even stretched that as far as it will go yet because i'm still a bit wary of it hmm so is the color as you're applying it? Is it getting? Is it? Is it? Is is the color that you're applying into the wet solvent just being added into the mix? Yes, if you want it to. That's only if you want it to. If you don't want it to, you let it dry off, not completely, but dry off sufficiently so it doesn't reagitate. Then you put more color on, which is what I've been doing all along, and I did it mostly in this picture. But then you can use a solvent again sparingly. So as I say, you can manipulate this. But it, people are going to make cock-ups, to be honest, when they do this because they think, oh, I've, I've spoiled what I've done. That's going to happen because it's an unfamiliar uh, medium. Mm. But once you familiarise with your medium, as I'm now doing, I mean, what have I done now? 14 I think I've done been 14 pictures now. That's quite a lot. That's, that's to the and 
even when I first started, the first few I did um, turned out well. So I've learned an awful lot in that time. And there's a lot more to learn. Mm. I've got to tell people that there's a lot more to learn. And uh, I hope in another, say, six months maybe, down the line when I've done another half a dozen or a dozen pictures, I shall have mastered it. But what I did find more and more that it resembled watercolour, mm. but really good watercolour. In other words, particularly take a tree, for instance, if you were doing a tree. Now, we know how I do it with trees with pastel pencils, but there's a limited amount of you could put onto that tree. Where, and watercolour, again, you're limited. There's only so much you can do. And then you've got to stop. Well, with the coloured pencils, you can do the same sort of thing, but still keep adding bits afterwards by adding just a little bit more solvent, then it dry a bit, put more on. And the way the um, grasses in the front, if people would be looking at this picture and they're looking at the grasses at the front, are amazing how you can get the colours in there and you can represent the classes and the weeds and the ground and the, the, the water and the, that particular sequence at the front underneath the wreck or in the foreground was the last thing I did. And I put all the experience that I had had previously into that. Mm. And if you're really careful, you could actually see the difference between the beginning, which was the sky and where I started with the church and so on you can see the difference between the two. Mm. It's amazing because you said you didn't have a grey. So I'm looking at that sort of pathway that you've had there and thinking, well, mm. how did you get that colour? I'm looking at all the colours you've got on the photograph there and going, well, how do you, where, where's that colour come from? Mm. Well, what it was, I'll tell you where it was, it's white. First of all, you put the white on. And then you put um, a little bit of black. Not much, though, but the black has got to be limited because otherwise it will go dark and horrible. A little bit of black. And then you put a little bit of orange in. Then you put a little bit of um, green in, just a touch. Then you mix it up carefully. Don't flood, just carefully. And everything starts going together. Then you could put a little bit more green or a little bit more black or a little bit of this, a little bit of that, a little bit of you know, like a recipe, if you were making something, mm. picture this and a picture that. Same idea, and you could then gr gradually build it up because that's what I did with that. And I'm glad you picked that up because that's probably one of my favourite parts of the picture. Mm. Mm. Really pleasing on the eye, and uh, again, I, you've got the um, you've got such precision and detail in the foreground. It, it, it I think this is what makes them more um photorealistic i mean it's clearly a painting but there is this realism to it um mm. and in the foreground you have that precision with the grasses and everything and then in the in the background you have the sort of impressionism of the trees um mm. so you've really got a it's a fantastic uh what you've got also, Steve, is the um, with watercolour, and watercolour artists will tell you this, it's, it dries quickly. And as soon as it dries, you can't do much about it. You've just got to put more on. So you've got, you, you've got you're a race against time, right? With the coloured pencil 
a solvent, you haven't got any time problems at all. You've got mm. loads of time, as people will see. They they tend will tend to see when they see the video me rabbiting on, almost telling a story as I'm doing it. You know, because I've got so much time to think. Now, what can I say now? How can I get this across better? And I'm so relaxed when I'm doing it. Yeah, mm. I've got the time in the world. You won't find that with watercolour. Mm. Oh, there we go, folks. Now I'll do this. Yeah, there we are. Oh, that's come up. Okay. Oh, fine. Mm. See what I mean? It, there's a difference. So I can, and people will find that so beneficial. Yeah. I, pers- I personally think, this is my own view, once watercolour artists see what I'm doing with the, the coloured pencils, they're going to start switching over. They're going, ooh, especially in skies. Ooh, ooh, that tree looks pretty good, you know. Yeah. Because it can see how I'm manipulating them, how I'm using them, and it's quick. That picture took me, let me give me give you an idea of how many hours it took. I would say that took about seven hours to, to do altogether. Wow, that's pretty quick. Yeah, very quick. Not as quick as watercolour. About the same time as pastel pencil, I would think. But watercolour wouldn't be able to give you the depth that I've got in that. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, uh, um, summing it all up for them, Steve, I'm absolutely thrilled with it. And uh, I'm going to do a lot more of it too. Mm. Mm. You've, you've got in the photograph there the sharpener that you've been using and people have been asking about how you sharpen them and you're using hmm. just a a normal manual pencil sharpener. That's what I, I've used right from the beginning. And that one, I haven't used any other one, just that one. <laughs> so it, it lasts. And I did find, you know, you have to replace some of the little um, blades in there. Well, I haven't had to do that yet at all. But some of my other manual pencil sharps, I've got about, oh, I've got about half a dozen altogether. I noticed that two or three of them have got the same blade in it. So if I use, if if it does blunt, I can go and get another one from one of the others. Yeah. I think you you can buy spare blades anyway. Yeah. But yes, a little manual one, it doesn't take long to do. I wouldn't, it takes, it's quicker than going and putting it in a pencil sharpener, you know, electric one. Or, yeah. Don't you mean any longer? In fact, what I was doing in this this particular picture, because I I needed sharp pencils quite often to get some detail in, I never bothered to stop the video. I turned away, sharpened it, and while I was sharpening, I was talking. Brilliant. Just very briefly. I suppose it took me oh, three or four seconds, that's all. Fab. So, Brilliant. So that's people think, really convenient. Where's he gone? <laughs> <laughs> excellent and people have said as well about um just to address a couple of other questions they said about can they what color pencils can they use in uh can they use for example the polychromos ones they've got Mm. and and we've said that you can use any color pencils that any color i think i think any color as long as it try to test it out with solvent to make sure the solvent uh, can do what it does um yes i i think so I did try some polychromos, actually, and I wasn't quite as impressed with them as I was with the luminance. But be fair, I didn't give it a long enough try. Yeah. But if people have got them, don't buy in more. Try it and see. You yeah. can always add a few. You can mix them up. 
just like pastel pencils, you can use any make of pastel pencils with any other make, and they work, which I've done, as you know. Uh, I've done that uh, quite a lot. Mm. And uh, you can do the same with colored pencils. So it's no restriction at all. Mm. And they are very economical, my goodness. Yeah. Uh, They really are. Well, right at the end, I don't know whether I've showed you that. When I sent you the picture, did I show you the the picture with the um, pencils I'd used? Yes. Ah, well, people, when they see that, when they look at it again, cool, those pencils have worn down quickly, particularly that blue, that light blue one. But when you think that's done 14 pictures and I haven't changed it, that's still the same pencil. So how economical is that? It's, it's probably about half, not even halfway down. That's I think right. it's a little less than halfway down. Um, and I've used it in every sky, and I use it not just the sky, I use it in other areas as well. I suppose that's because you're putting the solvent on and it's blend and pulling the colour along and making it, spreading it out more. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Making it go a long way. Yeah. So we, you've got plans for a few more with the 12 set. That's what you're telling me. It's... I want to. I want to do half a dozen altogether because I think it makes it worthwhile. Then I don't know whether we need to do any more than that because once people have had, got the twelve and they've tried them, they want to move on to other things like I would. Yeah, I think twelve pencils is fine, but I've got to be honest. You need more pencils, as people will see with the other pictures I've done. Uh, some of the pictures of over with over thirty pencils I've used, because you can get subtleties that way. Yeah. And uh, but we're going to stick to our guns for the moment with the twelve, mm. and that will get people off the ground. Yeah. Because it'd be very easy for them to look at their polychromous range. Of, oh, he's got a blue, he's got a green, he's got a yellow, he's got a black, he's got a, and so on. Yeah. That wouldn't be a, no problem at all. But when we go into the to the luminance and the better. Uh, more extended picture uh, pencil range that might be more tricky because they're, they're going to have to then do some compromising i would think mm. Mm. But anyway they might not they might well be able to do it but i mean we wanted people to do their own thing that's the whole idea of this it's not just to keep following me all the time but to do their own pictures mm. once they get the techniques and it's the techniques that i'm concentrating and focusing on i'm trying to do more and more techniques and this particular picture that people are looking at now there's a lot more techniques in that than the others that i've done because mm. i'm learning as well mm. well we're going to be putting all of these i know we've been teasing them for so long now but we are going to be putting them all out probably in the next three or four weeks you'll have all of the ones all of the color pencil pictures to to dive into so keep being patient we've collecting some more together and uh, getting these 12 sets pen- pencil pictures done and then we're going to just dump them all on there so people are going to have a whole load to get their teeth stuck into i know people have been preparing yeah. with getting the solvent and they've got the brushes and the pencils uh, they're a lot of people are ready for it well they're going to be in time well in time for christmas now christmas is going to be a little bit dampened this uh year with all of the restrictions that are placed in it and people not understandably and we are as well our family a bit bit unhappy with it all and but we won't be able to do the things that we've been doing over the last few years however 
we hope to compensate them a little bit by giving them lots and lots and lots of pictures to do. Mm. So uh, they'll be able to enjoy themselves in that uh, until we get over all of this silly nonsense. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Okay, cool. Well, we'll leave it there for this week and we'll tune in next week to see what else you've got for us, Dad. But uh, uh, thanks I'll for have that. More. Don't worry, <laughs> I'll have more. <laughs> Brilliant. All right, we'll leave it there. Thanks, everyone, for listening. I'm Stephen Bradley. And I'm Colin Bradley. Enjoy Enjoy your week. week.